BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Today on Getting Real with the Housewives, Dolores Catania opens up about her fight with Jennifer. When you're really happy, you don't really get that angry about things. Jackie Goldschneider gets real about getting demoted. Going in, it was like a little rough because I didn't really understand what a friend did. And we finally hear from Heather Gay herself on the infamous black eye. I kept the story to myself because I didn't know how I got the black eye. I blacked out and woke up with a black eye. Plus more details on the Caroline Manzo and Brandy Glanville girls trip drama. Megan King is spotted with her ex and Emily Simpson shares details on her recent facelift. We got that plus so much more on today's Getting Real with the Housewives. Hey guys, Christina Garibaldi here with Us Weekly Executive Producer Mandy Camp, and welcome to Getting Real with the Housewives. Jersey is back and I could not be more excited. It was honestly really good. It didn't so disappoint. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to break it all down. We got a lot of news to get to, but of course, Let's see what you guys had to say about last week's show. Will says Brandy was being slick. She knew that Caroline Manzo is not one of those women who likes to get down and dirty and Brandy pushed it and Caroline wasn't having it. I do wish that Caroline stayed for the finale for that. We, the viewers can see how she truly felt about what Brandy did to her in the end. We have a lot to get to about uh, Brandy and Caroline in just a second. So I don't know if um, Will's opinion will change after he hears this, but things definitely went down. Definitely. All right. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Steve Jackson says the legacy Roni crew brought it on themselves. They were alcoholics and ruined the original show with jaw dropping and embarrassing antics. They needed therapists and sobriety coaches. Well, that's a hot take on New York, but but don't we like to see the drunken antics? So, I mean, that's what we sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, let's move on to Brandy and Caroline because um, so recapping everything before we get into it. So several outlets reported in January that Brandy and Caroline exited did the trip after a reported incident of inappropriate behavior. So Paige reported that Brandy not only gave Caroline Manzo an unwanted kiss, but that she allegedly touched Manzo's chest and genital area as well. So prior to this report, Peacock spoke out and said to People Magazine, the safety and security of cast and crew while shooting is extremely important, and we take all reports seriously. In this situation, production immediately launched a comprehensive review and is taking appropriate action. As we know, both ladies um, left the show amid the allegations. Caroline left on her own, and it seems like Brandy may have been forced to leave. I mean, we're not going to know what happened really happens until everything kind of goes down, but pretty serious that they're launching an investigation into all this. And who knows, yeah. this might be the last we see of Brandy Glanville on the Housewives franchise. It certainly sounds like it's going to be the last that we see of Brandy. Oh. Um, wow. I mean, this is way more serious than I thought it was last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize the extent of the situation. Uh, yeah. 
I think that Brandy should be fired if she, yeah. if, if this is the case. Um, obviously, we'll find out more, I guess. Um, but I'm almost wondering if they're going to start the season over. Like, how are they going to? How do you go about this? Yeah. Well, she, Brandy did recently just tweet. She said, check your sources, people. So uh, who knows? I mean, two sides know. to every story. Yeah. So I'm sure eventually we'll we'll hear what went down. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it will certainly get people watching. If that's true, I can't wait. See what happens. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Megan King is back in the news. She found herself fielding questions about her relationship status after sharing several photos with her ex-boyfriend Will Roos. Uh, the former Orange County star captioned several snaps via Instagram on Saturday, saying, "Some of my favorite people in the world." Photo dump. Enjoy. Among the pictures were three shots of Roos, who King dated in early 2021, and a picture of King that was taken from her ex's Instagram story. Fans quickly started speculating that the two might be dating again. Fans said, are you and Will back together? You guys make such a cute couple. One person wrote in the comments section. Um, she responded saying, we are besties, smiley face. In her Instagram story, she said that they are eating their way through Austin. Um, she first went public in, with Roos in January 2021 amid her split from Jim Edmonds. At the time, she called him her friend-turned-boyfriend, noting that things happen in a funny way. She gushed over him at the time, joking on her Instagram story. For now, we're just friends. And by friends, I mean super close besties who also kiss and hug. Okay, we don't mean friends at all. Um, the duo called it quits after a few months at the time. And later that year, she started dating Cup Owens, as we know. I think they are not besties. I think that this is more. What do you think? Maybe a friends with benefits situation. I don't know. I feel like I talked to Megan about him before and she said that they were always really close friends and then they maintained their relationship after they broke up. So I guess maybe she's just having fun. I feel like this is, I feel like she needs to like just decompress and maybe take a moment for herself for a little while. And Hey, if she wants to have some fun, good for her, but I don't know. She knows what she's doing. She's getting people talking about her, so uh, about her love life, which uh, people are obsessed with. And that's what we're doing. I mean, she, she didn't post these photos thinking no one was going to comment and think that they're together. So yeah, she's totally loving this. I think totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on over to um, orange, uh, another orange County star, Emily Simpson. She, you know, she's never shied away from talking about her plastic surgery procedures and her recent facelift is no exception. She candidly explained her thought process behind the surgery and gave fans a glimpse of the drastic change. She said, being middle-aged, gaining 30 pounds, and then losing it, menopause, who knows what the exact culprit is. But a couple years ago, I was watching myself on TV. And to my utter surprise, I realized that I had completely lost my jawline. She said, after a lot of research and three consultations, I finally decided to use um, this doctor that she used. And she said, for my mini lower face neck, neck lift, he did an amazing job because I still look like myself, just like myself before my jawline packed up and left town. She went um, on to praise her doctor's work and hinted she recently had another procedure that she plans um, to talk about more soon, probably on the show. And she opted while she opted for these surgeries. She has noted that she also works out consistently, but there were some things that she wanted to fix. She said also just a reminder that all women are allowed to choose what they do with their bodies and how they would like to age from completely natural to surgery. It's up to each woman. That is very true. However you want to do you, do you. And I think she looks great. And as long as she's happy and feels good and confident, then do you. Yeah, she looks great. Can't yeah. say anything bad about that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. But where is our OC trailer? Like, where is this? I need this. Me too. It has been a while. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for Tamara Judge. I'm ready for all the ladies. Let's bring yes. it. Um, well, while we wait for OC, we are so excited that Jersey is back. And we caught up with some of the stars this week of the show, including Dolores Catania, who broke down her fight with Jennifer in this week's premiere. Take a look. 
Yeah. Did you ever expect you and Jennifer to blow up the way that it did? No, I really wasn't looking for that. It had been so long since we were in New York. And um, I thought maybe when I saw her at the roller skating party that maybe we would just at least say hello to each other. But she kept like kind of running away from me. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect to speak to her at the next uh, scene, Mm -hmm. but I didn't want them left out either. So it just wasn't the time or place when I want to speak to somebody about what's going on. It's not going to be about. I'm not going to speak to 50 people before I speak to you. That's just not how I am. I don't I don't even respond well to that. So that's where a lot of our miscommunication came from. Right. Do you feel like a lot of this was just miscommunication? And after that, fight, were you like, I am done with this friendship? No, like, no, because, you know, when you're in a good place, like I happen to be like, here I am bringing my cute boyfriend in and he's so excited and everybody's having a good time. If there was ever a time for that to happen, it was then because mm-hmm. when you're really happy, you don't really get that angry about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. What what did you make of some of the insults that she was kind of flinging your way during that conversation? Um, you know, again, I tunnel out when somebody doesn't let me speak and it's not it's a one way conversation. It's just like, you ever hear like on, on Snoopy, I mean, on the peanuts, but it's like, wah, 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 when the teacher <laughs> talks, that's what I hear. I can't explain it any other way. I, I just tunnel out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get aggressive or angry, but I was, it wasn't a time that I wanted to do that. I mean, here's my Paul walking in mm-hmm. and everybody's embracing him. And I love my friends. I really do. So, and I've always been, and no, no one, everyone knows this. I've been more upset about not getting along with Jennifer than I even want to admit to, which I have. I felt bad. I was, because I did feel that I was a good friend. Yeah. It's okay to disagree about that. It's really okay. But I thought we spoke about it and moved on from it. And then I have a problem when it's done. Well, we'll break down whose side we're on in just yeah. a few minutes, but yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready for ready for it. We also chatted with, with Jackie Goldschneider, who, of course, is a friend of on this year's or the season of Jersey. Um, so we chatted about her demotion. Take a look. How did you feel about, you know, you know, being a friend role now? Did that change your mindset going into things? And how did you feel about that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like. You know, and I've spoken about this before. When I, when the, when we talked about casting for this season, I really was not, I wanted so badly to be in a great place, but I had only been a few months into recovery and I still was not, I was not there. And um, I think on both ends, it was like, we all knew that I wasn't there and I don't think I could have handled mm. a full-time role this season. Um, but I obviously like, I love this show and I love Bravo. So I wanted to be, a, you know, stay a part of it. So um, going in, it was like a little rough because I didn't really understand what a friend did. Oh. Um, but once I really like, got into it. Like there was no, I didn't really feel different about my job. I did my job exactly the same as I always have done. I went into every scene. I moved story along. I gave my opinion on everything. The cameras were constantly on me. I was a part of every single like 
cast event, cast trip, you know? So for me, there really wasn't a big difference. It was once my, I took my ego out of it, then I was able to fully embrace it. And I think I had probably one of my best seasons. I loved it. I really had a good time. I mean, was it hard for your ego at first now that you said I mean, of course, even though like it was, I knew it was the right decision and I took part in making that decision. Um, it's, it's hard to go into a room that you were once, you know, the center of attention and now be like, you know, now there's what seven housewives of be like the eighth person in line, you know? So that was like a little bit of an ego punch. But once I realized that, like, I mean, listen, First of all, if you don't bend, you break. Right. Yeah. And so like there, there was really no nothing I could do about it. Right. So it's either embrace it or hate it. And um, I don't remember where I was going with this. But the, the thing is, like, yes, my ego hurt at first, of course. Um, but there really was no difference, you know, and like the show is like they're fluid, especially now with all like the streamings, like housewives come up, they go down, they come back up, they disappear, they come back. They're on a girl's trip, you know, so like there's really like you really kind of have to be fluid. I like that she was so candid about it, said, yeah. you know, this was like an ego punch to her. But, you know. She wants to be a part of the show either way. And I I thought it was a good way to look at it. Me too. Definitely. And then finally, finally, we've had our chance to ask Heather about the black eye. And spoiler alert, we still don't know. Take a look. (laughs) You know, obviously fans watching the show this season are a little frustrated that we don't get that answer. Are we going to get that answer eventually? And why did you want to keep this story to yourself? Well, I... I kept the story to myself because I didn't know how I got the black eye. I blacked out and woke up with a black eye and I felt like the cameras were there. They were recording everything. And I was told there would be footage that would reveal it. So I was just waiting for the footage and I wanted to play along and also keep it to myself and try to set, keep it from being coming more than it was. But like we know with reality television, you know, if you don't want to talk about it, we're going to talk about it. And it became something that I had no control over. I was exhausted from the behind the scenes, constant, constant conversations about the black guy Mm -hmm. when I was the worst person to ask because I woke up with it and I wasn't the one with the footage. Do you you watch the footage back? Do you know who gave it to you? I I have, I can't say it. I haven't ever seen the footage. You've never seen the footage. So you still don't know. I have my theories. I have theories and I remember certain things, but I don't want to ever say anything incontrovertible because I'm not the one that knows. Will we ever get the answers to these questions? Uh, I don't know. I want to know, like, where is this footage? Where is the footage of the surveillance camera in her room? Why can't we see it? Why are they hiding it? What are you hiding? Well, it's probably not on the camera. We should have audio from it. Yes. It's probably lost with the Sprinter van footage from uh, Beverly Hills. <laughs> so true. We need to do like a whole show on the m- missed opportunity moments. Seriously, wow. an investigative reporting a special <laughs> about the missing tapes. All right. Well, let's get into this week's episode. Like you said, Jersey is back. We have two new housewives, a new friend of, like you said, Jackie got demoted. So first of all, what do you think about the new Jersey housewives? Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Okay, I cannot handle that there is one who was born in 1991. Like, My mind is blown. No, I was not happy about this. I was like, she is too young to be a housewife. I'm sorry. I understand that technically she's a housewife. I get that. But like, I don't know. It seems way too young for this crowd. Mm-hmm. I was, she has two babies under two, I think. Two under two, but she's also yeah. a stepmom to a teenager. Right. So friends with Melissa Gorgas. Right. Yes. I mean, I liked her as, you know, I think she's good TV. I just couldn't handle it myself that she was born in 91. Right. Totally. <laughs> um, we also got the Staten Island girl. Yes. Um, I liked her. What's her name? I, Danielle. Danielle, right. Danielle. Um, I liked her. I liked her husband, Nate. I think that they're a good addition. Um, I think that she's a little bit over the top, putting the big mm-hmm. bows in her daughter's hair, the gel in her son's hair. I mean, she's totally over the top Jersey girl slash Staten Island girl. I'm into it. What do you think? I'm into it. I really, because usually I'm always a little hesitant about new housewives because you never know how they're going to like fit in. But I feel like they kind of seamlessly made the transition and I really liked it. I thought they did. They fit in really well. Like you said, Danielle is really over the top, total Jersey girl. Rachel, little, uh, another fun fact about Rachel. I I spoke to her. We're going to hear more about in our interviewed next week she was only seven and a half weeks postpartum when she started shooting as well which wow. is insane so well, Frank senior is her trainer apparently right so i guess so, he's doing a good job I can't drink on my side. <laughs> seriously um well you know and i was so surprised well not really surprised but there was so much drama that uh, stemmed off of the reunion that kind of trickled into this new season with Teresa, melissa and joe with the whole bridesmaid thing they're still like really mad about it and I feel like this is just going to be the storyline for the over the course of the season. Yeah. Then it blows up at the finale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we get into it right away, which yeah. I was happy about. You know, it's not like something that they're teasing for the rest of the season. We can right. see the tension. You can feel the tension between them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. We'll see where this goes. I mean, we know right. where this goes. It doesn't we go know where it is. <laughs> Yes. And then we had our roller jam, our 80s roller jam, um, which was a lot of fun. And, you know, Teresa saying that she's turning over a new leaf, uh, apologizing to Margaret, inviting her over for some cheese and crackers. Love and um, Margaret was just afraid that she was going to bury her in the backyard. <laughs> that was hysterical. Honestly, it was amazing. Um, I liked that Louis really like gave Marge the space to talk that he like interrupted Teresa. He's not afraid to do that. Probably the only person who's not afraid to do that mm-hmm. and say, Teresa, let her talk, let her share her side. Yeah. Um, I like the influence that he has on her. I do too. I think that like he does uh, say what you will about Louie. It seems like he knows how to handle her or at least she listens to what he has to say. So, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, we know what happens. We know that this doesn't end well for them, but you know, something that is going well is Dolores and Polly. I really like them. She seems so happy. I love them. And I need a copy of this calendar. So if someone could please send that to me. Right. Where is this calendar? How come it's not for sale? Like we need I, lo- it. I actually looked, I swear. I didn't look hard. So maybe it's out there somewhere, but I didn't, I can't find it right now. If you find it, please send us a link in the comments. Send us a link. I love it. Um, and then, you know, we ended the episode with Dolores first Jennifer. Yeah. You know, these two were good friends. They were, you know, they, they, I don't know. So it just kind of blew up. I mean, Jennifer saying that Dolores looks like an old handbag, like this was, they were, it was not nice. It was just like below the belt insults. No, I I don't know who's team I'm on yet. I I would lean towards Dolores maybe a little bit. 
I feel like Molly's um, on Dolores' side. I love Dolores. I love Dolores too. She's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cheese and crackers, remember she came to our studio once and brought all this like meat and cheese and crackers. That's great. That. Yeah, she's I, very generous. Very generous. We love <laughs> Dolores and so happy that uh, Jersey is back. Um, well, yeah. while Jersey is starting its season, Potomac is ending. We finally, we got our big finale before the reunion and these ladies did not disappoint. I mean, oh. Mia not defending Karen. Um, they're calling her out for, you know, calling Karen a prostitute. I just can't. I can't either. I mean, this is a ridiculous Potomac fight. I thought it was hysterical, kind of, because it was just like so over the top and ridiculous. And then she's mad at Mia. Mia's not the one who said it. She, she's the one who told you about it. Right. Yeah. I know. That's why I was like, why are you getting mad? I feel like they're as terrible as it sounds, but I feel like there are some truths to these rumors because Karen just doesn't want to hear it. She's like, we got to go. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not talking about I'm this. Right. to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think there was any truth to them until she like stormed out. And then yeah. I was like, Hmm. Right. I, I feel like there's a little bit of, a little bit of truth to this. And then we had Candace's big um, video premiere party where Ashley and Chris kind of go at it. I mean, I, I understand Chris's frustration. I mean, he, they really kind of did him dirty this season and, you know, they have the footage to back it up. Like he was never looking at these women. I don't know what happened between him and Giselle. We don't, there were no cameras there, but it seems like this Sesame street woman came forward and was making these accusations that just weren't true. And I think he did. He just blew a fuse. Yeah. I didn't blame him for storming out and needing a Mm -hmm. moment after that too he's defended himself there's nothing else he can do um i felt for him a little bit and i feel like almost like it's i'm curious to hear from him at the reunion which they show a little clip of because i feel like if anything it might be even worse than he thought you know the edit the whole season he's in almost every episode about it you know totally yeah well yeah i mean in the trailer for the reunion he says like i've been dealing with this for 10 months like i'm losing business like i had to explain myself to my family like this i mean this is these are serious accusations that a lot of people, you know, believe. And, you know, to make this up, it's, you know, it, it really affects people's lives. Yeah. It reminds um, me a little bit of Whitney's husband losing his job. This yes. Kind of, you know, mm-hmm. City because it's like, you know, they didn't really sign. They did sign up for this. I'm sure they had to agree to it. But it's like it's a whole other level when you're it really, the main storyline. Totally. And then Ashley buying her home, but also buying it with Michael. Like, what are you doing, Ashley? I don't know. I, I don't, I don't get it. Just no, don't do that. No, no. <laughs> and then, um, and then we finally got Robin and Juan's wedding, which looked beautiful, but then it's also clouded with this woman that came forward with these cheating accusations. Right. I don't know if you saw her on um, watch what happens live explaining this situation, but it is so shady. Like saying that he was talking to this woman on Instagram. She flew herself to Maryland, but didn't have a credit card to put down at a hotel. So Juan went to the hotel and gave the credit card like what and you believe this i don't know married him for a second time right and the fact that she didn't bring it oh we talked about this last week the fact that she didn't bring it up on the show was just i mean obviously they moved past it this happened during covid so two plus years ago but still that is some shady stuff that's shady it's Mm -hmm. very strange and yeah it's the the whole wedding scene was beautiful and then it's like oh and by the way a little graphic pops up saying <laughs> like they're not they're right. going all this other stuff i'm like well i want to see more of that or hear more about that and seriously seriously awesome. all right well let's move on to our social spotlight of the week um who caught your attention on social media 
Ramona Singer. I mean, this woman looks better than ever. I mean, ageless. not the housewives is doing her good. Um, yeah, she is ageless by Ramona. Uh, <laughs> take a look at this photo of her seaside. I think. I mean, she looks like she looks. Great. She looks like she's in her like forties, like thirties, forties. Like, good for her. This is crazy. I'm gonna hang this picture in my fridge as Insta. <laughs> Seriously, um, mine went to Lisa Vanderpump posting a selfie with Lizzo, saying, "Proud of you, dar- darling. Congrats, Grammys. Who knew they were friends?" Uh, people are are commenting like most random link up, but cute. I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> oh, Lisa. I feel like Lisa's been hanging out a lot with like Garcelle lately. I know Garcelle's son worked at her restaurant, but I don't know. I feel like she's inching her way maybe back into a housewives. Uh, Ever since the ding dong tweet, I feel yeah. like too. I hope so. I wouldn't be mad about it. Yeah. Wouldn't be mad. Wouldn't be mad. All right. Well, that is it for this week's episode of Getting Real with the Housewives. If you want some more Housewives news, head on over to usmagazine.com. Keep commenting. Let us know what you thought about the premiere of Jersey. If you're on Dolores or Jennifer's side, let us know. And we will see you guys next week.